0: Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Hey, I'm in Leviticus chapter 23 tonight. And uh, verse number nine, feast number three, speaking about the Feast of Jehovah. I'll do a quick review on the last two. I mean, very quick. You, you're going to need your Bibles tonight. I, uh, uh, you could just, I didn't mark it in mine, so I'm flipping too. You, Leviticus 23, just go to First uh, Corinthians chapter number 5 and mark that spot as well. First Corinthians chapter number 5, you can mark that. And, uh. This will help us with our review, but I'm gonna begin reading in verse verse number nine of Leviticus 23. If you found that shout amen. amen. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye be come into the land which I give unto you, and shall reap the harvest thereof, then ye shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits. Of your harvest unto the priest. And he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord to be accepted for you. On the morrow after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. And you shall offer that day when you wave the sheaf and he lamb without blemish of the first year for a burnt offering unto the Lord, and the meat offering thereof shall be two tenth deals of fine flour mingled with oil an offering made by fire unto the Lord for a sweet savor and the drink offering thereof shall be of wine the fourth part of an hen and you shall eat neither bread nor parched corn nor green ears until the selfsame day that ye have brought an offering unto your God it shall be a statue forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings. Father, I love you thank you for the night and the sweet spirit we felt. And I need you to help God expound briefly on the word tonight concerning the first fruit. We know who that is. And God, we ask you that you'll help us touch our voice, touch us in our body. Give us liberty. Give us ears to hear fill my mouth and guard my tongue, and be glorified in all that said and done. I thank you for it, asking in my king's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. Now, quickly, feast number one was what? Passover. Now, you, you found that's Jesus Christ dying for our sin. It's a picture of that. They've got the blood on the door. They go through the door of faith or behind the door of faith the blood's on the door and behind that door you're okay 1 Corinthians 5 and verse number 7 said said, purge out therefore the old leaven that ye may be a new lump as as ye are unleavened for even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us there's no doubt who the Passover is Christ our Passover was what sacrificed for us don't lose that spot so then we know this the blood's applied behind the door and the death angel passed over. without that the firstborn in that house is going to die then we come to the feast of, of unleavened bread that's Christ separate from sin holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners. Separate, no leaven, nothing that would pollute or corrupt. Couldn't even be in the house. Certainly wasn't in the bread. Couldn't be in the house. It's brought out, so you move that out. Now, we go back to 1 Corinthians 5, verse number 8. Therefore, let us keep the feast not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. That's the feast that we keep of unleavened bread today. Sincerity and truth. Who's the truth? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. have been talking about Jesus here tonight. Are you still with me? So we see him. We know he's the Passover. We know he's the unleavened bread. Do we stop there? No, there's another feast. Now, this feast, I'm not not going to talk about the offerings as much. The burnt offering of the Lord. You needed a lamb, you needed the bread, and you needed the wine. Elementary Bible readers know what those things represent. You need a sacrifice, you need the bread, you need the wine. So, but what I am concerned about more tonight out of this section, because this was the first fruit, was the sheaf of barley. Now, so we come to this feast of, of first fruits, and, and you know that's Christ as well. Right. It's Jesus. But I want to give, give you three things quick tonight concerning the sheaf of barley. One, and I was reading this out of a uh, uh, a commentary dictionary one. I I don't recall which, but it's what turned me this way on First Fruits tonight. And they said this. They watched the barley. They watched the barley. The barley field is there, and it's growing. Notice, notice, they didn't do this in the wilderness. He tells them, this is what you're going to do when you get into the land that I promised you. You're not, they're not hey, they're wandering in the wilderness. They're not going to have time to plant a crop. They're not there long enough. Uh, so this is what you do when you get there, when it's sown in the fall in order for them to have a harvest in the spring. It's a little backwards to us over here. barley, barley. Come, the first barley harvest comes in around Passover. Isn't that coincidence? Barley's considered the poor man's bread. They even feed it to the mules. But they watch the barley. Now, I'm going to take some New Testament Scripture and tie with this. John 2 Where's Jesus at in John chapter 2? First miracle. What did he do? To the water to wine. He's in Canaan. John 2. You know what he said? When his mama wanted him to do something? You know what John said? Here's uh, John. You know what Jesus said? Mine hour is not yet come. You know what they're doing? What? Watching the barley. Good, Randall. Somebody's with me. They're watching the barley. They couldn't harvest that barley. Get a hold of this. They couldn't eat of the crop until the harvest had been offered. Amen. They wasn't. They couldn't. They couldn't eat until that first fruit of the harvest is offered. They're watching the barley. He says in John 2, prior to his first miracle, my hour is not yet come. But then you know what he said in John 17, the hour is come. You know what it was? You can participate. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. They've been watching the barley. They didn't realize it. Praise God, that sheaf's ready to be ready to be harvested. And he's come up. Now, there he is. They've been watching the barley. And they've, they've brought it up. But here's what happens. They not only watch the barley. But number two, they wrap the barley. They take the, they wrap it. So, I'm what, I'm, I'm, I've got a, uh, 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 I am what i I got ai do not even know the name of the dictionary that I've got. But it, it, it's pictorial. <laughs> certain things, they have pictures along with it. And I'm trying to figure out. Uh, brother Ivan what a sheaf is just how much that is is that one handful is that two handfuls and I'm looking at this picture and you know what they've done they've got a pretty good handful and they're wrapping that thing up and my mind goes to goes to other places they're they're wrapping that thing up here's where I go now the harvest had come the harvest had come John 19 and 40 Here's what it said. They took the body of Jesus and wound him in linen clothes. Now they've been watching the barley. Now they don't know. They don't know. They, they still don't know. If there's a Jewish friend watching this tonight, they don't believe that Jesus, the Christ, was the barley. They didn't realize that when they're watching him do all of these miracles, they're doing the same thing the fella did that planted that barley. And he's watching that field, and he's thinking, I can't eat nothing out of this until I get that first harvest. And when them first buds begin to stick up, he keeps his eye on it all the time. And he's awaiting till there's more than one. It's going, hallelujah, it's going to take enough to make a sheaf. And they're watching that, and all, and then one morning, he goes out there, and that head's bowed down on that thing, and that corn, it's, it's barley, we call it corn, that barley's rock, and it's bowed down, and that dew's laying on it, and it's early spring over there. It's a cool time of the year, proving that by Peter warming himself by the fire. And they look at that barley, and the old man's heart flips, and he thinks, <laughs> it's harvest time. he goes and he cuts the barley and he takes the barley in his hand and now it's not just it's not he can't take it to the priest yet he he wraps it up and he delivers it to the priest now if they're doing this on the day after sabbath what day would that be Sunday, first day of the week the sabbath is on what day Saturday, thank you. You can get with me here. It's not a pass or fail. I'm not going to call you out. Saturday, Sabbath, the day after Sabbath. But we don't know. We don't know what day they collected it on. I'm not 100% sold on the Friday, Good Friday death. Now, I'll just leave you with that. You can twist and wrestle with it if you want to. I think we're missing a day. Here we got him. Here we got him, though. We don't know what day they go get the barley. But we know what day they're going to wave the barley. That barley's got to be waved on a certain day. The day after Sabbath. So now the barley's been watched. They're watching the field. They got their eye on it. How many many people ever grew a garden in here? most ever, if you didn't, you've seen somebody grow one. And there, here's, here's what I, so we know this, we know this, that when that, I'm just going to use tomatoes because that's what, I, that's all I grow. Junior brings me some plants. I put them out there the deer, eat them. <laughs> it, it's a total waste of time. But when I see that first red one, when it starts to turn a little red, I got my eyeball on that thing. If I can get to it before some critter does, I'm going to pluck it off, bring it in there, slab that thing off and smear it in mayonnaise and put it on something and eat it. But I'm watching it. Why? Because, hey, Travis, I know when it's getting ripe. Now, I'm looking back at all this and looking back at all this, it's hindsight's 2020, and we say, Well, why couldn't they see it? They weren't watching for it. But we could see it getting ripe, and when it's ready to pick, cut it off, wrap it up. A picture of what they've done with Jesus. When he said, My hours come, that's time, harvest time. I'm about to he's a picture of every one of these. Look. They wrap him up, but then they have to do something. So if they're gonna do it on Sabbath day, or the day after Sabbath, Sabbath on Saturday, they're gonna do it on the day after Sabbath. Brother Caleb, first day of the week, praise God, Sunday, the day we shout it out over here, Sunday and, but you know what they did? is? They'd had to have it there before then. Couldn't do it though. couldn't do it on Sabbath day. If they waited till after Sabbath, It was the day they're supposed to be waving it too late. Had to be ready. Are you with me? Got to be prepared. Everything had to be in place. There wasn't a piece missing to the left, to the right. I mean, every jot and every tittle fulfilled. And, you know, this this is 1,500 years before Jesus even comes. But now, it's waving time. They couldn't eat. They wasn't allowed to eat one thing of the harvest until the first fruit was given. Now, I'm, I'm going to try to make a spiritual application right here and, and not, get, not get out of context or too far out of banks But there's a lot of people that haven't learned the law of first fruits as of yet. I challenge you, try God. He said in Malachi, while they're still under the law, he told them, he said, you prove me. You prove me. You give me, you give me first. And you watch and see what happens. Now, the New Testament check On this particular thing is Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. There's something to seek first. And I'm not talking about giving the first fruits out of your paycheck, though you ought to do that first fruits or whatever you get and then put him an offering on top of that. Help somebody else out of that above what you pay in a tithe and just challenge. I'm telling you, you prove him. And watch him prove himself. If the if Christians could ever learn, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Life gets better, living gets easier, and blessing somebody. I mean, I challenge you, and I can do it, and I'm not boasting. I can do it because I've done it, so I'm speaking from experience. I challenge you to bless somebody that it'll be sacrif- quite sacrificial to you to do it. But you better be sure God's in it. Don't just take off the head and say, Preacher told me to do it, so I'm going to go do it. But if you're willing to do it, God will put something in front of you. I've done something one time that was pretty sacrificial. And when, when, when I give it, when this individual received this, they, they was happy. And I was beyond blessed. I couldn't even talk. God God done things in me. I can't even, I still remember them today. And He'll he'll do the same thing for you. First fruits, here's what they're going to do. Now I want want to read you a little Bible right here. I didn't mark it, I should have. But I want to read you a little Bible. Now you might disagree with this. But what they do, what they do is they give the priest, they give, take this sheave to the priest, and they say, they say, "Here's, here's the first thing that I've grown. that's the first thing out of my field. So it's like looking at that ripe tomato you've had your eye on for three weeks and all of a sudden it's perfect red and you take it and you give it to the Lord or to somebody and you don't get it but you get the rest of them. He says this. He says this right here. So it's waving. It's early, it's early in the morning after Sabbath. And the disciples hadn't heard a thing he said. They're off up in, they're up over here in a room hid out from the Jews and everybody else and from the from the Romans. They're all crying and broke down. When he had told them, he said, hey, tear me down, I'll raise up in three days. He'd said over and over, they're going to, crucify me, and I'm going to resurrect. They had not heard a word he said. They're not paying any attention. Church is sitting full of people just going through the motion, not paying any attention. Amen. I'm telling you, he wants to help you. Amen. He wants to help you like you don't even know how he wants to help you. Don't we want to help our children? Don't we want to sacrifice for our kids and our grandkids don't we want to do that how much more God (laughs) it's waving day Sabbath's over Sunday's a coming and Sunday has come and he steps out and waves himself and Mary hears him and she don't know who he is because he don't look like he did last time she's the last time she's seen him he is a mangled mess and the meats are hanging on the bone and the bloods are pouring out and he's bloody all over he looks like an animal been run over on the side of the road more marred than any man his visage more than the sons of men he didn't even look like a man anymore he doesn't when he speaks to her she's not sure who he is he says this in verse 17 John, he said, Touch me not, for I have not yet ascended unto my Father. Go tell the brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, unto to my God, and your God. You know what he's doing? He's waving the sheaf. He is the sheaf. You know what he was? He's that corn of wheat that fell in the ground. Did you get that? A single seed goes in. And they got a handful that they got wrapped up. There's a single seed goes in. Praise God! But there's a handful. He's waving. Hear him out. Praise God! Watch this. Watch this. This will help you. If I didn't this well, First Corinthians chapter fifteen, the resurrection chapter. Turn there with me. You need to read this on the page. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. This is good stuff right here now. This will help you in verse number in verse number twenty. I want us to get a hold of this. Verse number 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man according to his order, own order. Christ the first fruits, afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. Now, picturing this of the offerings that they offered along, we got the body which had the blood, we got the meat which was, which, or the, the bread, if you would. He said, I'm the bread of life. Picture of that. Then we have the wine that's offered, and wine speaks of this, the spirit sometimes, but also of joy. And that's a sweet smelling savor, a drink offering under the Lord. Speaking of the joy, you know what He is? He's my bread. He's my joy. He's my strength. He's the body. How am I gonna get there? It's by Him. They could have offered a million Mike McCoys, and everybody would die and go to hell, but they ha. <laughs> Jesus offered himself one time and he entered into the holy place to obtain eternal redemption for us. What is he tonight? Praise God, he's the first fruits of the resurrection. And because he lives, we can live too. He is the Passover, he is the unleavened bread, he is The first fruits. And by the way, by the way, I'm not going to get into all this. But we know that the harvest, once it begins, the harvest continues until all the crop is harvested. So according to our order, we don't know. We don't know when we're leaving. You don't know. You got a bound set and you can't pass it. You can't pass your bound. I don't know. I don't know what your bound is. I don't know what my bound is. But I know there's an order to it. I know God's got it set in place. He's got. He had my arrival date up on this earth, and He's got my departure date set. And one of these days, all of those of the first resurrection is going to be harvested. And the other resurrection is a thousand years later. And it's, it's a bad resurrection to be part of. Blessed is he that has part in the first one. In the first one. Jesus being the first fruit of that resurrection. He's saying about, Brother Randall saying about the family circle. Been a many people harvested. Their soul is with the Lord. One of these days, that body, praise God, is going to come forth just like He said it would. Amen. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we've got we've got those that's risen. We've got those that's coming back with Him. Who knows? And 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 I have seen a guy on a video the other night. He said the rapture is a myth and falsehood. I said I don't care what you think about, it, but I'm leaving in the rapture. You can stay here if you want to. I say happy day to you. I'm gone. Why? Is because he was the first fruit of the resurrection, but I'm part of the first resurrection. I'm in that, and we shall. I'll get show you mysteries. Shall not all sleep, but shall all be changed. For in a moment, of a twinkling of an eye, the last trump of God, the trump shall sound. And what happened, Brother Junior? When a trump sound, we'll be changed, and we're going to rise. I believe that. We're going to get into Pentecost. I won't be here next week. I'll just tell you that I'm going to be in Ohio. I open Cal Ray's homecoming revival. Uh, I'm going two Sundays a year, and this is one of them. And uh, he's uh, he's looking for revival. He's looking for revival. You pray hard that, that God will send one. I'm praying for revival this week here. I'm praying for revival. Joe called texted me this afternoon and he's already thanking me for uh, inviting him to come. He's excited about coming. He just is. Now I'm calling this family revival. I want you to bring your kids. He won't keep you past 11, 12 o'clock, I promise. And you get home, get two or three hours of sleep, and go to school. And and, and God'll give you, God will give you supernatural strength this week. I believe that. If you'll come, if you'll come and seek it fervent, ask him for it. Brother Dennis said, have an expectation. God will help you. Invite people. Tell them, say, "Hey, need to bring your kids. Need to bring your kids. Uh, This guy can be funny. Few people can be funny and spiritual, but Joe can. He just is. He don't try to be. It's just him. And that's why God made so many different ones. And He'll help you and get you lost people here, brothers and sisters, brothers-in-law, sister-in-law, moms and dads." People haven't been in church in a long time. My word, if if the ones just come back that used to go here and don't go anywhere, I'm not talking about somebody that went and go to some goes to they're in another vineyard somewhere. That's okay. I don't know your vineyard, only you and God. I'm talking about the ones that quit and don't go anywhere. Them grandchildren. You could fill up an entire bench. Your brothers, your mama. You kinfolk, your grandson, your your children, grandchildren, I'd like to see Trina come. I'd like to see her come and pray for her every day, twice a day, every day for years. I'd like to see her come. Just bring them in here, Lord. Just bring them in. Remember the revival you got saved in, Charlotte? Went 10 days. Somebody saved every day. The day somebody wasn't saved, we closed the meeting right over there. Hallelujah time. We'd stand in the door and look and say, there they come. They're lost. They won't be after a while. That kind of expectation. That's been a few days ago. My brothers, uh well, my, my brother's son Chris, his, uh, his oldest daughter got saved about two or three weeks ago, and today his second oldest daughter, got saved. Little girls, little girls, your little girls can be saved. They need to be saved. The little boys can be saved too. They need to be saved. They said, here, been under the gospel, they've heard it over and over. This girl holds him. six, seven. Uh, eight or nine. I don't know how she is. She's a little bitty girl. Heard it. Knew she, knew when she heard it, she knew if she died. She'd go to hell. Because once you hear it and understand it, then you're obligated to do something about it. So bring them. Get them obligated. Under the word. Praise God. Verena, come with I'm hoping, I'm I'm praying. I'm expecting God to do things. Randall, come sing me a song. Sing, sing something. Sing me a verse and chorus, something. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.